Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the LXP podcast. The League of Extraordinary Parents are a group of moms and dads who would not only believe our children if they claimed a huge robot from space was their new best friend, we'd do everything in our power to try to make that robot like us even better. I am your host, G-Man, and with me as always are the other members of the League. Hop, Dean McCoppin. Jay. Dean McCoppin. Dean McCoppin from the Iron Giant. Okay. He's the sculptor. So that's you? Yeah. You, you are now Dean McCoppin. You do well, my son a little th- bit. Like, my son thinks you I look like him. You do have the soul patch like Dean yep, McCoppin. Yep, yep. So. Dean McCoppin, yeah. All right. How's that, no, 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 no. How's that working out for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm no more soulful than I ever was. Uh, yeah. So um, <laughs> this week on the episode, we will be reviewing the classic film The Iron Giant from 1999, animated film. Um Starring Jennifer Aniston, Harry Connick Jr., Vin Diesel, and Christopher McDonald. But before Harry we talk Connick about that, Jr. Harry Connick Jr., he's your boy, Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get to that, um, we want to bring out the question of the LXP question of the week. We've been doing this every week, and we didn't have a name for it, so we're naming it the LXP oh. question of the week. Every week we ask a question of the LXP members, and uh, we post the question up on Facebook before we record, and nobody answered it today, but that's okay. <laughs> So if you're listening to this, make sure you're list- You're checking out our Facebook page on a regular basis because we'll post the question mm. and ask you to sound off. Um, we often usually get some people to respond, but this time I guess everybody's busy. Uh, but this question of the week is, which summer blockbuster are you most looking forward to seeing with your kids or and or on your own? So well, I'm going to throw it out to the league. What do you guys think? Jay, you is, go first. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait personally for Mad, Mad Max. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't wait for All it. Right. That's the one I'm Fury Road. so excited for. I've been reading articles. I may be more I'm, I may be more excited for that than The Avengers, actually. Really? Oh. I'm just so excited for this movie. It's, it's, it's I can't wait for that type of movie. It is yeah. totally different. Yeah. But it's, I can't wait for that movie where you don't have to worry about the story. It, well, you don't have to worry about a deep story. Well, it's I heard just, there's not much yeah, dialogue. There's so. just a... It's just a action movie which is what yeah. the other ones were yeah i mean i totally agree it, it, it's Very just different like that one's more nostalgic for me because i they're, they're i loved all those movies like every single one of them uh, one two three i didn't think there was a bad one in the lot i really loved them all and, and yeah, i may I also yeah. be looking forward just as much um i think my the blockbuster of the summer for me is going to be the third Star Wars trailer. (laughs) (laughs) I can't disagree. (laughs) Could they charge? You think they could charge to see the Star Wars? They probably could. Totally charge for like... uh, I'd pay. Dude, that's like a a two minute. Just like a 10 minute prequel to the movie. You're right. Just introducing a character, something like that. They could definitely sell that for like two bucks on iTunes or something. Yep. I mean... And everyone, would, I would everyone, buy it. Yeah, they could do. People would be pretty pissed about <coughs> it. I'm like sure, they're but. already planning a, a not a spinoff, but a, a different. Yeah, what are they calling it? Uh, it's the one where they stay on the Death Star plans. Uh, Reb, nah, whatever it was. Yeah, um, Rogue, Squadron. Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron. Yeah, yeah. So they're already planning a, like a Rogue Squadron. They could do like a some character from this movie, a la Boba Fett, when they introduced him in the the holiday special. Yeah, Just some some excerpt the holiday. Special. Dude, come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I first met him. Okay, all right. All right. It, it was terrible. <laughs> I have a copy. <laughs> but it was hilarious. Lucas um, tried to destroy them all. Yes, he did. Didn't really work, did it? Couldn't get them all. I don't... Mm. What? Oh, Fine. no, which, no, you were saying. Movie, which movie are you most excited I, to see? Tomorrowland. 
I'm looking forward really? to Tomorrowland. Well, I mean, I'm looking forward there's to There's Ant-Man and all those great, you know, and Jurassic Park. I don't know. I'm kind of like Tomorrowland. I just want to see what they do. I, I mean, we went to Disney in November and I kind of have that in my head. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I, I, I walked through Tomorrowland knowing that the, the movie was being made. And I was, I was just thinking like, like what are, how are they going to play this up? And then I saw the trailers and I'm like, this is going to be cool. I, I, I'm interested. Well, and I, and then uh, Brad Bird is involved, I believe. Yeah, he's me. awesome. And I just, there's some, I don't know, I posted on the uh, Facebook page some of the, uh, they did these little informational animations about it, which I thought were really cool. So I'm just, you know, we, we, we kind of know what the superhero movie is going to be up about. We kind of know what, what you know, um, what is it, Jurassic Park is going to be about. Yeah, they're we know, all sequels. This is kind of something new that I, I'm really interested in seeing. And um, yeah, it's Disney. Yeah, there's a chance it could just be kind of eh. But I'm kind of looking forward to something different, that it's, it's going to be, it, it's out of the superhero realm. It's out of the Star Wars realm. It's out of the, all these things that are being kind of rehab. I just want to, I, I, I like to see what Disney does with it. That's what I'm interested in. I agree. There. Um, For me, I think the movies that I'm most excited to take my son to is going to be the Minions movie because he loves Despicable Me. He absolutely – I think that will probably be the first movie or one of the first movies I take him to in the theater. He's going to be four this summer and I think he's ready Um, finally. he's, He's very, very active, my son doesn't like to sit still like he's always even when he's sitting in a chair he's constantly wiggling his legs around and climbing in and out. he was like me when i was a kid i used to I used to fall out of my chair at school all the time the teacher was like michael fell out of his chair again today she sent a note home with my with me for my mother because i was always so i don't know if it was add undiagnosed or if i just was an active kid but that's my son he never sits still um so I you know I think he'd really really love it because he loves the minions and he loves Despicable Me especially Part Two which is really minion centered. There's a lot of minion stuff in that. They turn into like purple minions and everything. So he digs that. Um, I, I as far as the block, I mean I'm happy about all the blockbuster films this year. Uh, obviously Avengers, which is already out. Um, and uh, you know the Ant Man, Fantastic Four, and Jurassic World, and all the big action movies. But there's one. That I I'm I'm I don't know I, I feel like I it's I'm really excited for it it's the new vacation movie that's coming out oh in July my God. I just found out about that today that's Ed, coming out with, in July with Ed Helms as the new Rusty yeah and they go to Rusty. Wally World again and I don't you haven't know. changed a bit I, I like Ed Helms <laughs> oh, you look so different what do you say I like I like Ed Helms and Christina Applegate plays his wife and I like her and yeah. I don't know I just I feel like in the <clears> midst of all of this explosion and superhero movies that this is going to be a kind of a cool summer comedy to it's check the only out comedy we've mentioned it. there's yeah there's a there's a bunch of them coming out you know but we usually on this show we tend to talk more about the blockbusters because that's the nerdy stuff but for me i was such a huge fan of the original vacation movie my dad took me to see it when i was a kid and this is kind of like i don't know this is like the next gen like now i'm the dad just like yeah you know like rusty grew up i grew up and like i will be taking my son you we've taken you've taken your we've, kids well, you're planning your trip to disney now yeah. huh fonz you've been a couple yeah. of times jay you've done a few Kind of stuff like that with the yeah, kids, right? Me and my brother have yeah, like, really, like it wasn't like a movie we watched with our parents, but we have great memories because when it would come on TV and it was edited, the the scene where they get lost in the city, 
Oh, yeah. God, roll them up, roll them up. Uh, yeah, that, that. that happened to us. We got lost in downtown D.C. <laughs> and it was literally a roll them up, roll them up. Roll up. <laughs> so we'd always joke about like our D.C. moment. I forgot about that scene. Oh, my God, that scene. happened to us. We just veered, took yeah. the wrong turn. <laughs> but roll, it, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that's going to be a cool, like, there's going to be so much, like, exhausting action all summer. Yeah. And I'm going to go see all of them. I'll go see Jurassic World. I'm going to see Mad Max. I'm going to see... I might even go to Mission this is Impossible. This an amazing summer for dr- the drive-in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. sure. Hitting, yeah, now that we discovered that. At a time. Yeah, now that our kids are old enough to do that and yeah. not, you know, not yeah. you go crazy and stuff. Oh, so, what a great yeah, time drive-in's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do it again this year. This yeah. year, I'm going to come. Yeah. Um, they're going to Wally World, too. Yeah. yeah. They oh, are doing... Fantastic. They're going to Wally World again, so... And, you know, who knows what they're going to do with it? Because, you know, when the original movie was, what, in the 80s? Early yeah. 80s? Yeah. 81, so, maybe. Yeah. So this movie, ima- like, imagine how different Disney World is. Imagine how different they could reflect that on the new Wally World, like, what that would be like. Because you don't really get much of it. It's like a, it's abandoned because it's closed. Mm-hmm. So if they actually go to the park and there's all sorts of crazy rides and it's just there's so much opportunity there. And if mm-hmm. they do it well, if they do but it right, it could be a great, if it's, great, fun Yeah, if film. they do it right and it's a sequel, they... The park won't be till the end. Yeah. I mean, unless they yeah. do a different spin. But Two from words. what I read about it, they're uh, Christy they're... Brinkley. Is she going to be in it? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. If she showed up again. She's going to be in it. Well, you know, they're the original uh, Clark and, and Ellen. They're going to be Chevy it. Chase and, and Beverly yeah. D'Angelo are in it. But I don't know how much they're in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably like a cameo at the beginning. Like, they have the truckster, too. They oh, have no, the same car. Oh, no. I think car. they're in the whole movie. I think. And, and uh and I'm sure Eddie's going to be in it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I wouldn't count him. No. He's lost his mind, Randy Quaid. Has he really? He's completely out of his mind. Yeah, I don't think they're going to put him in. The I movie. didn't know that. Yeah, he's you never heard those out of his No, mind. he's out of his yeah. off the grid. Yeah, like he, okay. just, I'm not going to get into that. it. It's it's Google it and look it up because there's some stuff that he's done. It's really he thinks people are out to get him. Yeah, he's paranoid. Wow. He's crazy. Yeah, wow. So I wouldn't count on seeing him in it, but. Um, but there's a uh, who's playing uh, Leslie Bibb, the girl, the woman that's married to Joss Whedon, uh, not Joss Whedon. Um, Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann, yeah, not Leslie Mann. Yeah, she's married, married to. to, to jo- now you got me thinking Joss Whedon. Who's she playing? The comedy director. Um, she's playing Audrey. Isn't but, she a little old for Audrey? Yeah, well, well maybe not. Yeah, Audrey's right, older. Right. Audrey's <clears throat> older than Rusty, or sometimes she's older than Rusty. Right. Sometimes she's older than her. Uh, at any rate, uh, it looks like it's going to be... Kind of did knocked up. Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow's wife, yeah. Um, so it looks like it's going to be pretty fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing all those movies. So. But there's a lot of cool stuff this summer. It looks like a pretty strong offering. Oh, Hop, you haven't had a chance to talk yet? Did you, did did you pick a movie? Which movie? I did not oh, Hop hasn't said no, it. Yeah. I, I, I just jumped on it. Which movies are you excited to see with your kids and on your own? Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, obviously Avengers. Um, it's kind of the blockbusters. Uh, I like. I just personally, Mad Max. I agree with Je. Just not in a family sense. Just like I said, I loved all those movies. I, I think I own all of them, and I just I love the way that this is being depicted. I, I previews haven't been spoiling too much because it's going to be driving and car wrecks. Yeah, so I, I know what's going in, but I love the casting. I love the the stories that I'm hearing, um, the about the the whole premise of the story. Um, and I think after that, Ant Man. Ant Man's looking good. I'm not watching like I don't. I'm, they're doing different takes, but I just saw my first view of Yellow Jacket, so I really like that. So let's get into the LXP Classic Film Review. This week, again, as I said, The Iron Giant. A little bit newer. This movie is only about 16 years old. So I wasn't a kid when I saw it for the first time. But J.E. was 
kiddish. In high school. Yeah, so, uh, but it is a classic animated film directed by Brad Bird. And when I saw that, known. then I realized that's why this movie's so good. And if you don't know who he is, he is um, one of the high muckety mucks in the Pixar organization. He's written a bunch of Pixar he, movies. He knows how to bring heart to a movie. Yeah, he just absolutely. really, really does. I always know the characters are going to be great in anything that he does. Yeah, he's he's been involved in, I'm just looking now, he was involved in Monsters University, Toy Story 1, 2, and 3, Up. Um, Ratatouille. Yeah. The he, Incredibles. He, yeah, wrote the he wrote The Incredibles. He's writing part two. Yeah, he wrote uh, Ratatouille and Tomorrowland he wrote, so Battery's Not Included, which is a movie that we've been thinking about reviewing. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, he wrote the screenplay for that. Uh, he's directed a bunch of movies, including like all the stuff he wrote. He was a part of the Simpsons writing stuff. He's just a great um, writer who doesn't, he just doesn't write that much. He should write more, but what he writes is always really, you know, really good. So um, again, it was released August 6th, 1999 stars, Jennifer Aniston, Harry Connick Jr., Vin Diesel, and Christopher McDonald. You might recognize Christopher McDonald as Shooter McGavin from the uh, Adam Sandler movie, Happy Gilmore. That's what he's mostly known for. He's kind of like a comedic actor, but he, he plays a pretty good heavy in this. A plot synopsis uh, from IMDb with a little flair. Um, a boy makes friends with an innocent alien giant robot that a paranoid government agency wants to destroy. Together they learn that all beings have a choice in who they are and who they will become. So here's a clip from The Iron Giant. You came from the sky, Sorry. right? From up there? Don't you remember anything? Hmm. Maybe... It's that bump on your head. Do you talk? You know, words, blah, 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 like that. Can you do that? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, you get the idea anyway. Let's see. See this? This is called a rock. Rock. is a tree. Rock. Tree. Get it? <laughs> That's right! Well, my own giant robot, I am now the luckiest kid in America. Yeah, so there you go. There's a clip from the Iron Giant. So, um, this week, uh, Fonz's son, Luke, is going to provide us with his uh, perception of the film, so let's hear what Luke thought of it. All right, I'm here with with Luke. We have just seen, well, we've seen it a couple times, Iron Giant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what did you think of it? It was really cool, I have to say. <laughs> you have to say? Tell me, tell me uh, some of your favorite parts. Like, I know you liked it when the Iron Giant um, was eating. Yeah, that's pretty funny, like... What was he eating? The, the, uh, the power lines. Oh, no, he had zapped by the power lines, right? Yeah. And then he ate the old cars? Yeah. What would you do if you were Hogarth if, and you came across the Iron Giant out there? Uh, I, I would probably... 
keep them or run? I don't know which one. It depends if I'm actually in the situation or not. Yeah. Would you tell me? Would you tell me and Mom? If you mm, maybe if he was... N- maybe if he was nice, if he wasn't nice, I probably wouldn't tell you. Oh, I'd hope you told. Well, we'll talk oh, what? I mean later. the other way around. <laughs> the other way around. Oh, the other way around. Okay. What, was anything scary in the movie? Uh, no, not really. No? What about um, the the guy from the army who wanted to, what did he want to do to the town? He's just dumb. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. They finally all realized it, but he still wanted to blow up the town, right? Or blow up the giant. He just wanted to blow up something. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right. That's true. Like, he just wanted to nuke something. He wanted to see that big explosion in his life. Yeah, but what happened? It, it, it was going to blow up what? Iron Giant. And what was the, where was the Iron Giant standing where? In the town. Right. So what did, what did the Iron Giant do? He sacrificed himself. Yeah, yeah. But it was pretty cool at the end, right? Don't give it away. That was a pretty cool scene. Though, Wait, right? why? Every, everybody watched it. All right, fine. Did you, you like that part the, the most? When it... Sort of. <laughs> now, you, do you think they'll have an Iron Giant too? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You know that you know the Iron Giant's voice? Yeah. Do you know who else's voice is the same voice? Who? Groot. <gasps> it's the same guy. Cool. Yeah. Pretty awesome voice. Anyway, so... I am Groot. <laughs> say, say what, what? I am Groot. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. I am Groot. Anyway. I am Groot. So, out of five stars, what do you give it? Five being the best. Three. Three? Mm, five. I know you watch it all the time. All right, five. I think I gave it a five, but I give everything fives. Yeah, it makes sense. You really <laughs> like old movies. All right, you want to sign out? What do you mean by that? Do you want to sign out? You say, this is Luke signing out. And then I'll say, this is Dad signing out. Okay, this is Luke signing out. <laughs> and this is his Dad signing out. All right, thanks, Luke. I'm glad he enjoyed it. I, yeah, I, I totally really agree it. with him, and, and uh, I, my son liked it as well. What about the rest of you guys? What did your kids think? <clears throat> <laughs> yep, Hunter loved it. Um, we've we've seen it before. I bought this a year ago because I wanted to see it. I had never seen it before, so we watched it then. It went over really well then. He sat through it again. He liked it. Kendall came down halfway through. It caught her attention. She stayed for the rest of it, which says a lot. Um, there's just so much. I think the kids enjoy the. I think Hunter enjoyed the movie because. For, for it had so many things that a little boy lo- would love. Uh, yeah. Well, any little kid, I guess. Uh, the idea of of being in control of a robot and teaching it, and almost being like a parent to it, yeah, um, is cool. And all of the action and shenanigans that happen. But as an adult, <laughs> as an adult, um, it, like you said, there's so much feeling in this movie. Yeah. They do a great job of making you feel it, and. Uh, it was very interesting to see the relationships between the boy and the robot, to see the relationship between um, 
I watched it like two weeks ago and I forgot the names. What's the the, the guy's name? Oh, that was uh, Dean McCoppin. Dean, right. That, so oh, the relationship guy. between him and Dean is really interesting and neat and nice to see. You wouldn't right. really see that in a movie now, I think. Or they bring it right back, much... too, because you don't really... It's kind of timeless. The time, yeah. I mean, even though it's they were driving older cars. Yep. 50s, maybe? Yeah, I think, it's set, I think it's set in the 50s because he's like a, yeah. a beat guy. Yeah, like beatnik. He, yeah, it's a 60s. beatnik just before yeah. the sixties, so it's like the, the post. It's also the nuclear post World War Two because yeah. they right. come up the it's bomb like late fifties, yeah, sixties. Yeah. The relationship between the boy and the mom was really cool. It was a nice, healthy one, like yep. a single yep. mom relationship. It was nice to see it. It just portrayed positively, mm-hmm. um, and showing how she worked so hard to raise him, and how he's a good kid and loves his mom and. Yeah. Sort of behaves, kind of doesn't. Well, listen. and it, it's <laughs> takes off, but yeah, uh, yeah. I liked all of that. I liked all of that. It, it's. I mean, I guess for us, it's got a, a New England flair to it because it, yeah. it's. I think sure. it's set in Maine, right? In Maine, or, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, so it has that Stephen King like Maine-ish flair to it, but it also has like taps into the and Brad Bird. I gotta give him credit because he does this really well. He obviously grew up in the 60s because he did the Incredibles, the whole 60s spy bond. Type. Right. He, he captures that really well. So he captured that in this really well. Not to mention like the like when we used to play in the woods with not that I had a gun or, you know, like like he had. But you play in the woods, you're looking for an adventure. I mean, for crying a lot, if you found a freaking robot. <laughs> yeah. I guess I got to stop saying Absolutely. Freaking. No. But if you found a robot. That's like the ultimate adventure because we would come across, I don't know, car parts. Yeah, we'd make stories out of that. And, you know, you use your imagination. And... Thank God it was this kid, though. I can <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah. some kids that I grew up with if they had found a robot. I know uh, they yeah. probably would have destroyed it, right? Yeah, like, they would have just been. They would have sicked it on the school and it yep. blew up the school. And right, everything. but not not us. Not us. Not not me. I, yeah, <laughs> I'd be like Hogarth. Right, but have a really strange name. <laughs> <laughs> what is the What does the guy Mansley say about his name? He's like, "That's a unfortunate name" or something. He oh said. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor Hogarth. Good point. Um, I I I I love how the setting of this movie, the time it was set, like the mid to late fifties, kind of made it almost logical that they nobody would notice the robot. <clears throat> Like, cause like yeah. now, like if a giant robot landed, there isn't a place on this planet there wouldn't be somebody with a cell phone immediately uploading pictures to Twitter of the right. giant robot. Like the fact, like he's when he's running towards the city, like how does like not everybody, you know, like nobody's looking for it, so nobody sees it, and there's no, you know, there's no radar and satellites. You know, there's some satellites. Yeah, the Sputnik goes up, but that they don't have the kind of uh, ability like we do now to be able to see any part of the Earth at any time, like the government. So. Yeah. Like they make, I believe it, they it, had radars in this movie, though. Yeah, they, they do. Did, yeah. But, <laughs> but they have to know that they have to look for something. They have to point yeah. the radar at that. But now, yeah. like, if the government wants to know what's happening on the street right outside this building, they can just look in a second. Yeah. Don't even have to do that. Just yeah. go on Google. Yeah, we can right. do it. A Google yeah. van probably drove by it. We can do it, and... yeah. So that that kind of made it – I think that, that enhanced the ability. Because like, you could look at it and go, that's ridiculous. Everyone couldn't see a giant robot walking around. But people right. – it makes sense that they wouldn't, you know. It's yeah. that whole Stephen King thing too. He yeah. always uses Maine and New England, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's kind of like that. That kind of, and we all kind of know it because we're quiet. from here. But it's yeah, it's that kind of mystical. You go up there, and it's, it's so much land and so many 
places things could hide yeah, and yeah. be and and it's just uh and you feel kind of you feel this age too which um is great because they add that right to the movie you feel this like kind of kind of just hidden place and magical feeling and it, it's that's what they capture in this movie he did a great job yeah uh, uh, i mean all the voice actors were awesome too yeah, like yeah. jennifer Aniston. Chris McDonald, you mentioned. Yeah, um, I don't know who the I don't know who the kid was, but he did a great job. Uh, Eli, the Vin Diesel, Eli Marinthal. Yeah, Eli Marinthal. Diesel. Oh God. Let me see what he's been in. Hold on. And then, because he was so talented in this in the range of this movie, they had him do the voice of Groot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Well, he yeah. also had a limited <laughs> vocabulary. <laughs> I am Hogarth. But I mean, they they also had the overall message. You know, this is set in that atomic age and everyone was paranoid of the bomb and this and that and aliens and the, the destruction was coming and they didn't think and even now we don't think that something that comes from outer space is going to be you know friendly or misunderstood or it okay he's not dead good because i was concerned i was kind of just getting to the point where i was reconciling that he was gone and he was a hero but now i find out He's gonna get back together, so he's not like gone. And what a great way to show so it, him it doesn't deal with together. that sadness. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They I animated mean, his parts like his parts each had their own little little personality. Yeah, it was really nice. And I know Jay, you touched on the relationship between um, Dean and uh, Jennifer, his mom. I, I thought that was uh, it was really great because it you know it just happened to meet this this kind of beatnik who kind of like worked where he wanted to do but kind of like to play he was the same he was like this this perfect father figure for this for Holgar mm. you know because he, he met this guy who was kind of like jaded he didn't like society and stuff like that he but yet he was a sculptor and he you know that was his passion what and a he could kind of understand both perfect person to, to draw from the kid to the adults right he was the perfect in between because yeah he didn't, even he didn't believe it at first but if anyone was gonna it would have been him, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, good go-between that the character had to be there. And the mom was great, too. I mean, she the, just the fact that she was always working, but she was still trying to get things done. She was trying to give him good meals. And the, the scene in the house was just hysterical. That was good. With the pan, and the, it was just fun. That was, that was just really... Yeah, it's the whole, every animated uh, animal is a dog kind of thing, where the hand has got a wagging tail, and it's like... <laughs> like moving like a dog and stuff it's kind of funny <laughs> yep they just throw those moments in it's kind of like a an updated et in a way you know like has yeah. the same feel like a boy meets an alien and, oh yeah yeah but et was like easy to hide yeah, <laughs> in the yeah. Closet. <laughs> there's the iron giant and you have to stick him in the scrapyard <laughs> um yeah it was uh it's, it's really there's some really funny moments. The part that I, I always laugh is when the Iron Giant does the cannonball into the lake. Oh, <laughs> and you just see, right. like, you see the, the he's just sitting there. The uh, Dean is sitting there in the lawn chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's holding the he – looks, he looks down from the paper and he sees this huge wave. <laughs> and he just puts the paper back up. And you see him in the chair underwater. It just, re- just drops him in the middle of the road. <laughs> he's like, that's enough for one day, I think. <laughs> I love the, uh, the car. Like straps himself into the car, and then the Iron Giant just starts spinning around. <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, fast yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that you know the whole guy's just like stop, stop. <laughs> I, it's great because you know he was, and I love the I, just the the way that robot is built. It's so 
basic. And I, you know, I've got some tin toys in in the office yeah, here. Yeah, it's in that room. It's very tin toy, and he looks very peaceful. But man, when he turns into the gun, oh yeah, it's like whoa, he's got tentacles well, it, coming it, out. And, with guns and that's and that's little... another one that it, it like takes you right back to those old creature feature movies. Yeah, War of the Worlds. Yeah, <clears throat> it takes you right back to those movies, those black and white like end of the world movies. It's like, whoa. Yeah, and yeah, now, and all of a sudden I'm back to being a kid again. I'm watching those movies like. I don't know. And the way, the design was so, like, when you look at it, yeah, he's a big iron giant, but he's so benign. Like, you look at him, he's like, he's just kind of like a, I don't yeah, know. his like, arms are like, like robot, you know. He's like a big quotes. toy, yeah. yeah. But then when he turns into it, you're like, oh. And they, he does a great job with, like, revealing the weapon systems and how it would protect itself with the dome that drops over its head and it's so so beautiful just the way the, the, the landscapes all the way down to the giant and all the way down to each person and how they look well done very well done and uh, I know uh, my kids love it every time it comes on TV they love to watch it and we recorded it for a while it's a Shawshank yeah it's, it's a Shawshank, Shawshank. that's right you're kind of trapped watching it's a kid if it comes on you're watching it right it, yeah yep that's my new term I love that um, I like that term it's got a lot of uh <laughs> Like a lot of anti-war messages too in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Hogarth. The reason he doesn't have a dad is because his father was a, a he was an Air Force pilot that was killed right. during World War Two, um, or you know, a kill maybe not World War Two. He's what nine years old. So, Korea maybe. Yeah, it was killed in a Probably. war. Probably killed in that the line of duty, sense. presumably. Um, and you know, the, when the army shows up, but it's also like not the army shows up, and it's the only Mansley is the one that is like. But he rep- he represents the whole paranoid. Yeah, the paranoia of the fifties. Yeah, um, the post post war paranoia. McCarthyism. McCarthyism. Like they're gonna kill us all. We have to yeah. kill it before they kill us. Yep. And the the general is like, you know, he realizes like we can't. Let's not attack. And like the man's like grabs the phone from him. He's like, fire the missile. Yeah. He's like, the missile is trained to the robot. Where do you think the robot is? And he's like, oh. Yeah, and he looks up at the robot. The robot looks down. At him. <laughs> He's like they they make him stay, let him stay and enjoy the show. And yeah, it was uh you know, and the whole he plays that that Paul Reiser weasel. Yeah, the typical heavy, the typical know. heavy. Like oh, I hate that guy. He does he's it like, really well. Yeah, he's like the only one who realizes what's the first adult to know what's going on, and he's like the worst one that could possibly be the first adult to know yeah, what's going yeah. on, because all he seeks is to kill the giant. Um, what about the scene in the. Uh, in the in the soda at the soda fountain when he puts the X lax on his ice cream, <laughs> that's great. Of course, my son was like, What's "Never he doing? underestimate." Like, oh, I don't know how to explain that. Yeah, never understand. He kept kid. like every time he that whole day he kept having to go into the bushes and stuff. <laughs> and, like he was he wasn't he somewhere and the guy like he looks at the guy he's like oh, and the guy just points to the outhouse. He just goes yeah. to the outhouse. <laughs> He's pooping all day long because the all this joke in the book. I feel like that's in like every movie, but uh, worked well in this one. And Vin did a great job. Yeah, he did that guy. He did. Yep. Yeah, he's you know he's he's got it locked. He's like uh, the guy who does all the motion sent Andy Circus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like Andy Circus does that anytime. Do you know he deep has his own book. like studio teaching that now? I swear to God, I just slapped I, I just, myself in the head. I just read that. Everyone can do that. I don't. It's like, really, I, there was some some new movie that I think. Oh, what the heck's he in? It he's was in the Avengers. Uh, is it that? I don't was know. he Ultron? Damn. No. Yeah, I think it was. It uh, was. Um, I don't think yeah. he's Ultron. No, he's not Ultron, but he was teaching Spader. 
Bader went to his studio to learn the motion You're capture. You're kidding I, me. Wow. There must be a like lot more to it. Lesson one. Put on this suit. <laughs> yep. Put a ping pong ball on your head. <laughs> but yeah, I think he plays oh, someone who has the, um, the metal that he's made out of. What is uh, Ultron made of? That's my guess. Who? Circus? A circus, yeah. Plays the metal? What's the metal that Ultron's made of? Vibranium. Vibranium. He plays a... Well, what? I think he plays I, he plays Claw, the guy that um, he's in the. Oh, Mar- he ends up being an enemy in of, the Marvel of Black universe. Peter. In the Marvel universe, he's like a guy that can control sonic waves. But in this, oh, he movie, does play Claw. But I don't. In this movie, I think he's just like a he's like a like a thief, like a steals. He, he brokers the deal and gets the the vibranium so Ultron can make his body out of it. Right, right. So like a horse ultimately... hammer like can't hurt him and stuff. Like it absorbs impact. That's what vibranium does. The shield. Um, Captain America's shield is made out of it. Vibranium. Yeah, yeah. That's why it can absorb the impact of like basically anything that hits it. Uh, but we're way off topic. Um, all, right, all right. So, is there anything else that you guys want to say about the movie? We haven't really, honestly, talked all that much about it. No. Yeah. We, I thought we, we talked quite a bit about <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, I mean, considering what we usually do, if we're only at the half hour mark. I'm, you know, I'm totally cool with. Get uh, ready. Get ready to feel some feelings. All right, go. <laughs> watching this movie. I'm feeling the feelings. <laughs> feel no, some feelings. This is no. This is a. Cr- I, I said. It's got a heart in it. It's got a lot of heart. Yeah. I mean, when he... Spoilers, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, when he <laughs> flies up into the sky... Yeah, yeah. Super... I dare you not to cry. I think that was... <laughs> I just read something. I dare you not when to cry. When you have your son <laughs> sitting on your lap. Oh, come yeah. on. It's 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 ridiculous. He's crying now. I'm, I think I right. just made myself right. cry. <laughs> okay, I think it, I just read a thing on uh, some <laughs> on, on that internet thing that uh, talked about the top 10 movies that will make men cry. And it Iron was Giant? like number five. I'm, now I'm curious. What else was What's on number, there? Yeah, what else is on uh, there? Up. Which is another Brad yep. Bird. Oh, yeah. I cry like Up is number 10, the first 10 minutes of Up. Yeah. First 10 minutes is when I absolutely. cry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's see what else was in there. Um, <laughs> Let's find oh, out how uh, much of a baby. Uh, was this a Watch Mojo video? I don't know. No, it was just a flip through like a little so far, carousel effect. Um, Short Circuit 2? <clears throat> Short Circuit 2. No, it was, um, five? Well, it was uh, the baseball one in the Field of Dreams. Oh, Field of Dreams. I've never seen Field of Dreams. Field of uh, Dreams. Didn't make me cry, no. No, I forget the other few, but that that I know Iron Giant was Damn, there. I see. like these. Yeah, I'm looking. I got it here. My dog Skip. I know. Right. Oh my God! <laughs> forget it. That doesn't just make the men oh, cry. Marley oh. and me is going to be that, on there. You can watch that movie with your neighbors dying. cry because you're watching. <laughs> it. Um, I'm looking at a list. I don't know if it's the one you looked at. Uh, Brian's song is on it. That's Schindler's on. List. Oh yeah, Schindler's List. Shawshank. Shawshank. Uh, the football. Mm-hmm. Rudy. Big Fish. Uh, Big Toy Fish. Story 3. Toy I cry at the Toy end of Story Toy Story 3. 3 every time. Yes, yes, Toy Story 3. Saving Private Ryan, mm. Feel the Dreams. Uh, now, this isn't the same list because Feel the Dreams is the number one in this list. But anyway, there's, I guess if you could just Google, and there's like a million different well, places. That'd be in, that, top uh, 20 movies that make Is that what we're turning this, this into? Uh, well, why not? Like, movies yeah, that well, cry? we have some time, so why not? Like, which movies make you cry? What was that uh, when you see Michael them? Keaton movie? My oh, life. that was on there. Beetlejuice? My, My life. life? The one oh where he God. had to record himself for his son. He was dying oh. of uh, something. Yeah. Oh, my God. I cried like a baby. Yep. I haven't seen that. It was ridiculous. Yeah, very... Probably not My the best. Life. It wasn't like the most popular movie, but... Yeah, you don't want to watch that when you have a kid. It's tough. Then it's like, That's yeah. a tough movie. <laughs> it was tough. We didn't My Dog Skip, by far. Definitely bad. Cr- and the other one, what's the other one with the Golden Retriever with Jennifer Anderson? Marley and, and Me. Marley and Me. Marley and Me. Yeah. 
Whenever you have a movie about a dog, you know, it's pretty like much probably yeah. not a good, so, yeah. not going to survive the movie. But uh, yeah, that I think for me, the ones that make me cry, I, like Toy Story 3. Yes. When he's playing with the toys for the last time. Yeah. And yeah. He, he, he hands Woody over and he says goodbye to them as he's walking away, as he's driving off. It's just like. Yeah. Super what about when Andy has that he has that kind of uh, Bilbo Baggins moment when Bilbo hands over the ring to yeah. Frodo and he kind of looks at the little girl like ah! yeah no. he's like <laughs> it seems she like goes, she reaches for him and he pulls it away <laughs> that's a good analogy. that's what it always reminds me of that yeah. no I mean I get why he did it but I, I never believed he actually would you know what I mean like yeah. in real, I, I still have that one I have most of my toys but the one that meant the most to me the you know your whatever you want to call it you're like my son's got a bunny he's got a bunny that he takes with him and god forbid you lose that one thing right every kid has the blanket or whichever stuffed animal that says he's got a little five dollar drugstore bunny i got him for his first easter and he still has the damn thing and i have a frog i got when i was five this this knitted frog my grandmother bought it at a like one of those church bazaars and it's like worthless, but I have had it since I was five years old, and my son has it now. I would never have given that to some girl, you know, like my my favorite toy ever. I had a favorite toy when I was growing up, but my parents made me bury it on my tenth birthday because I was a man. <laughs> no, I didn't. parents made you burn it. Be on a the man. <laughs> you're gonna burn it. You're gonna sprinkle the ashes on your hot dog. And you're gonna eat it. You're gonna show us what kind of man you've become. <laughs> That is tough. I, I think my wife's favorite movie that made her cry was uh, Grease 2. Yes. I think that's the one. Yeah. She's actually in the room. I'm she antagonizing refuses, her. She refuses to speak on the podcast. <laughs> She's right behind me and she Grease won't Grease 2, talk. that was sad at the end. I think her favorite. <laughs> what I happened think, to you? I don't remember what <laughs> happened at the end. I think I cried so two, last week when we were, uh, last time when we watched The Secret of Nim. Yeah. Uh, you cried you had you to watch it an hour and a half of your life. Out of frustration. <laughs> Well, Lynette always cries at the end of Bubble Boy. I knew it. Ah, uh, Bubble Boy. That's, that's, that's a sad which, one. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, that Bubble Boy. Okay. <laughs> or Dude, where's my car? When they finally find the car. That's uh, true. It's, it's so true. touching <laughs> when they reunited with their car. We banish you to Hoboken, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Imagine that. Like they just banished the giant girl to Hoboken. This <laughs> is a bunch of people in Hoboken. No! What the heck? <laughs> we are way off topic. All right, we should circle back. All right, uh, star reviews, star reviews. Uh, Iron we are, Giant. We already heard from Luke, so Fonz, what would you give the movie? Five. <laughs> is that no? So is that a surprise? Saying five. But I'm gonna give it a five. I mean, honestly, if you guys don't give it a five, I'm gonna reach across the table and slap all of you because this is a good movie. This is a good movie. It's a darn good movie. Go <laughs> see it. Rent it. Buy I'm it. I'm gonna give it up. <laughs> Own it. Did you? <laughs> There's no, there is no bullying. <laughs> there is no bullying in this podcast. We are an anti-bullying podcast. So it's not bullying. It's you just, rate it however you want, Hoff. Do not. I'm be, just gonna give it a. <laughs> a stop shaking the table. Five. J. Don't hurt me. What do you give it? Yeah, for for this for the type of movie, it's a five. For the solid family animated movie. Yeah. It's as good as it gets. But it, I think we talked about this before. This came out when there wasn't a lot of animated movies either. There was, I think, Toy Story was, was out, but Pixar in ninety was around, right? Yeah, it was right when it was right yeah. when they were starting to switch over to yeah. the yeah uh, the you know Mainly movies that Pixar. were coming out were 
computer animated. This may be one of the last and well written. Yeah, one of the last hand animated movies. Because I think Pixar grabbed Brad Bird after something. this. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. But I, I don't feel like there was a ton of animated movies. Definitely not. Like this. I will give it. <laughs> See, <sighs> look, I'm sorry, but I don't give fives to every movie. Oh, this is as close God, this again. as it's going to. I have to maintain the bell curve. I have to maintain the, the bell oh, average here. Bell I can't. Curve. I can't. It's like in, like it has to be a perfect. Just tell us your It number. has to be a perfect movie to get a five, and there are so is that, few of them. Is that grading on a scale? Like, yes, uh, yeah. I grade He's on a, a scale, and oh. that's kind of how I do. I'll give it a four and a half because it is. He just wanted to give it a four and a half. You don't. You don't give half. Listen, pal. First of all, I'll give yes. it whatever I want to give it. You You're just lucky me. that we all the expensive podcasting equipment is between us. <laughs> yeah. I give it a four and a half. I think it's fantastic. My son really loved it. But it's not a perfect movie. But it's very, what's not very perfect close. Uh, he what's, just took the question right out of my mouth. It's not what perfect? is not yeah. perfect? What's not perfect? It's about a valid it? question. I, I, what I would have liked more of is more understanding of where the giant actually came. No, from. some hint of it. Hey, you don't can't tell me that I'm wrong in my opinion. You, you don't tell the director what to do. I'm not telling him what to do. I'm saying that I would think it would be. I would like <laughs> to rob him of half stuff. a star. I would like give him his half a star back. Seriously. Bad, bad four and th- how four and three quarters. I'll split the difference. Oh, now oh, you for just... God's sakes! Now we're pushing it. Well, if you're gonna be that fussy about right, it, you're gonna get a nose tweet. Beat fussy. me up over it. He's gonna beat you up. I am all. coming across. He's the, the table. one that beat you up. Hey. Oh, one, it's no one Star less. Wars. It's no Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's not, not perfect. supposed to be. Star no, Wars. I. But we. I'm rating all the movies on the same scale. I wouldn't give Star Wars. Mm. A I thought it was a star review. What? Mm-mm. Yeah, I will slap you. You wouldn't like give it. Star Wars a five on the review. Mm-mm. What's it missing? We'll, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that on another podcast. We'll have to wait till totally. we actually do Star Wars. Yeah, uh, so he's gonna Teaser. have to hold that question. <laughs> All right, so uh, well, that's <laughs> it for this episode. The effects of, are outdated. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. It seems like they're like twenty-five, thirty. <laughs> I guess it's we're not black and white. We're still talking forty Star years Wars. old. What is it even? Star Wars, Star Wars was seventy 19th, something. Yeah, seventy-seven. Six? With all that technology made in proper breathing apparatus. It was released in 77, 80, and 83, the original trilogy. All right. The effects get it to five. <sighs> Story we're not, gets review- a we're not reviewing that movie yet. Oh, that's true. Sorry. We can, though. I mean, we could do that now. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe this summer we'll do it. We'll try to do it like a Star <laughs> Wars I'm scared of it. Marathon. All right. Scary. Oh, my God. Can we wrap this up here, boys, or what? <laughs> What do you got? Do I have asthma now? <laughs> Scuba gear. <laughs> and an old TV set. All right. So. I was in Jaws. Funny <laughs> <laughs> you are. All right. That wraps up this episode of the League of Extraordinary Parents <laughs> podcast. Uh, we appreciate you listening. And as usual, you know where you can find us. But if you don't, here's where you can find us. Website at lxponline.com. Our uh, Facebook page is the League of Extra Nerdy Parents podcast website. Um, I'm sorry, Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter at LXP Online. Email us onlinelxp at gmail.com. Uh, please tell your peas, peas, peas? Please tell your uh, friends about our show if you like it. Uh, also, if you enjoy uh, this little crazy banter that we have every couple of weeks, uh, Please go on to iTunes and give us a five-star review and write us a short review. Not a four and three quarters. I, not I, give, four us, and three quarters. I give us a four and a half. 
That's right. <laughs> That's good. Let's just encourage people not to exactly give us the podcast. Exactly perfect. <laughs> this podcast is perfect because I'm on it. Um, so please give us a review uh, of as many stars as you feel we deserve, <laughs> and write something nice if you feel we deserve that, uh, so that we can get uh, linked on iTunes to people looking for podcasts like this. Uh, that's it. Uh, next, Our next episode will be a news and notes episode where we'll probably be talking about some of the blockbuster movies that we will have seen. We'll be talking Avengers 2, I'm Avengers. sure, at that time, um, and any other movies that come out between now and the next time that we sit down. Um, for our film review two weeks from now, uh, the next movie we're going to review is the Robert Altman 1980 film Popeye. The live-action version starring Robin Williams. We're just like the Robin Williams podcast. We've done a lot, done of, a lot of kids' movies. My kids' family movies. Yeah. And my kids were watching, randomly, Hook the other day. Yeah, oh, cool, does, yeah. We cannot get away from Robin Williams. He's awesome, and I'm not trying to get yeah. away from him. Did but we he's... do Hook? We didn't do no, Hook. No, we didn't yeah. do Hook, but that should be on our list. That should be on but our definitely, list. Um, this they just is named his, the tunnel after This him. was his first movie, I think. He had done more... First movie? Oh, well, he Popeye. He's yes. done Mork yes. and Mindy, and then this was his first film, yep. and then after this, he did Garp. And that kind of like. I believe you're right. People were like, what? With Garp, which I love, but it's not really a Robin Williams goofy comedy movie. No. Or a family movie. No. Yeah, <laughs> but we're getting, yeah, we're not watching The World of to Garp, but we are going to watch Popeye. I love it. It's one of my favorites. Um, and then we'll see how my son. You can check it out on Netflix streaming. Cool. Um, you if, can do Popeye, can't you? You get Actually, I have the DVD too. But you can check it out on Netflix streaming if you want to watch it before you um, listen to the show. No, do so, wow. Oh, the whoa. Yeah, you do the whoa. <laughs> no, no, I can do it. You <laughs> do it? Go ahead. Do I haven't done it in a while. No, no, no. Why not? Save it for the next one after I watch it. He's been talking too long. His voice is. He, can't, he just cannot get his. I am no. What's the, who's the guy from Full House? He did a good Popeye. Oh, man. He was a Dave Goulier. Dave oh, Goulier. you know what? They've pulled Popeye. It's not streaming anymore. Son oh. of a Popeye. Son of a that's Popeye. That's because Full House. They're redoing Full House. Yes. That's Fuller why House. they pulled it. Yeah. So you'll are have they to, calling it Fuller House? You'll have they to are. get the DVD oh, from... I swear uh, to God. Get the DVD online. Or maybe it's available on one of the other streaming services. I don't know. We'll, we'll check it Dang. out. Let me see if it's on Amazon. Are, they, um, are the Olsen twins going to be on it? No. It's going to oh, be DJ... Um, DJ, the... the uh, Kimmy Gibbler, or Gib- friend there. Gib- whatever her name was. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, the other sister. Stephanie. All right. Anyway, it's the podcast over. Yeah, no, seriously. yeah. We, we the podcast isn't actually. I haven't stopped recording. We're still talking. Oh. Uh, anyway, so Popeye. Still- sorry, my mistake is not available streaming on Netflix. You're gonna have to. You can grab it on iTunes or Amazon for a minor renting fee. But um, check it out. It's worth it. We're gonna be talking about it in a couple of weeks. So until then, uh, this is G Man saying goodbye. This is Hop, not a gun. This is Five Star Fonts. <laughs> this is J.E. Thanks for listening. And just remember, as Hogarth and the Iron Giant say, you are who you choose to be. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. That's enough fun for one day.